What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 183 of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Get Dukes. And Shelly Walter. Hello. And today we're geeking out about Doom Everything, the Venom sequel, and the Mandalorian. That's... What about the Mandalorian? <laughs> I figured Ooh. you would go with... What's that instrument? The little... Mandolin. 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 Yeah. I really like and then you got the, the pangolin as well, which is an animal. The pangalorian would be sweet. I would watch an action movie about a pangolin. I would too. I'm surprised it's not a Sonic character. I was talking to my wife the earlier. It was just yesterday. Where did they come up with the echidna? Like what? It's an Australian <laughs> creature. What made them go? Why does that's going to be our accent? next mascot? I would have loved it. Oh, that would be cool. Man. They were just like echidna. That'll be rolls right off the tongue. Oh, it kind of looks like an echidna. Kind of looks like an anteater mixed with a with a hedgehog. Okay. I like knuckles. I don't like him as much in the last few iterations, but Sonic Two Days, Sonic Adventure Two Days, is real cool. (laughs) Uh, Special shout out to our, our Patreons. I I fell there. Real hard. Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Thank you so much for giving all that you do. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much. And everyone who gives at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. I know, Shelly, we should probably start with you. You have been really excited for this game. Yeah. What have you what have you been playing? I have been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Uh, yeah. Half our staff's been playing that game though. It's so it's my hmm. game of the year. I'm not even halfway through. It's my game of the year, I'm pretty sure. Um huh? I'm not sure. It's hard to compare it with Smash Ultimate, which is my other contender for game of the year, because they're that's very just, different games. They're very different games. But yeah, it's uh it's Everything I wanted, pretty much. It's amazing. Did you go with Team Mystic? Smash Ultimate came out in 2018. I guess it technically did. December, yeah. It was yeah, the very end out, of the I year. I consider it 2019. It, it was essentially 2019. For, yeah, for it game of the year. It was technically 2018. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Either way. Um, not, yeah, I went with Blue Lions, which is Dimitri's team. I'm trying to romance Dimitri. Because um, you can romance Yeah, you are. In game. Yeah. In game. Uh, yes, in game. Um, yeah, no, it's it's honestly like such a great game because it's everything great about regular Fire Emblem, in my opinion, and other people have different opinions. They some I know lots of people are like, oh, they change the battling system too much in in a bad way, but I I think it's fine. Um, there is no weapon triangle, which is does throw me off a lot. That's the thing I'd heard that was kind of odd to me. It's they definitely adopted some stuff from Echoes because that was a thing in Echoes, um, as well as being able to like kind of run around in third person. That's also a thing from Echoes. So they really did try to take what's good from Echoes, what's good from Awakening. They didn't take anything from Fates, which is great because Fates was trash. Um, 
Oh, man. So, and then they just incorporate a bunch of elements that's reminiscent of Persona. Um, which oh. I've never actually played in the Persona games, but I know I would like these games because everyone says, oh, these are like Persona things you could do. I'm like, oh, I should play a Persona game. <laughs> so, um, you think this is definitely a good a good um, handheld to console swap? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What have you played mostly? Handhelder. I've played uh, docked as much as I can, but playing mm-hmm. handheld has actually been fine. And I, I was worried about my uh, drift, the drift, my stick drift, but it's yeah. actually oh, been yeah. fine. Like it hasn't affected me pretty much at all because it's the right stick. It's not the left stick. So it's not like I'm accidentally moving things. It's just the camera. Uh, sometimes will slowly pan up in an annoying manner, but I'll just fix it. And it's fine. And, which it's not consistent. we didn't talk about much on the podcast. Like you had brought up that it was a personal issue for you, but it blew up like, oh, yeah. the next it's week. It's a huge thing now. Yeah, and they're talking about they're trying to fix it or something. There were I don't leaks. Know how they could... there, there were leaks that you, uh, Nintendo's going to be able to uh, basically is going to offer to fix them for free. Okay, that's leaked. It's not confirmed. Okay. It's so crazy the yeah. timeliness of. We're like, oh yeah, it started to drift really bad, and then we just saw that. I everywhere. know that's true. It was it was really weird to me too. I'm like, hey, I've had this thing for like two years. I I had it since not long after it came out, um, and it's been fine it up drifted? until just now. No, it's been okay. fine up until just this summer. I think is just when it started, huh. um, which is weird because then there's people who've only had it for like four months and it's starting. So I don't really know what that's about. That's um, strange, but yeah. So thankfully that hasn't really affected me much. I've been able to play it on the bus, um, going to work and back, which is good. Um, gosh, I can go on and on about how does it that look good. Docked. It looks really good. Docked. Yeah, the cutscenes are gorgeous. The animations are gorgeous. Um, so it's not just like design. the paper dolls in front of text. Or oh whatever. no, they're like fully fleshed out three D models. Oh, nice. Cool. Okay. And they they will sh- sort of they will show the portraits, but they're you know, really pretty portraits as well. Right, right. Um, gosh, yeah, this is a great game. And it's crazy to think about, and I think I mentioned it last week too, how how everyone, there's just been lots of controversy, controversy, sorry, with um, Sword and Shield, Pokemon Sword and Shield, people saying right. that the, the game freaks not putting enough time and effort into it, that it's just a cash grab, that they're not, because, you know, lots of, People are attacking them because they're like, oh, your animations suck, even though that's your reasoning for not having the National Pokedex. Um, and it's just crazy to see the comparison where it's like, here's the Pokemon company or Game Freak trying to get out a Pokemon game like almost yearly. And then there's Fire Emblem that just puts so much time and effort into make a really quality game that gets delayed a couple times. Worth the wait. I don't know. It's just been crazy to me to the differences because this is... This is a game I, it's just a masterpiece. The from what I played so far, so I'm not halfway done yet. But all I know is that it gets even crazier and even better. You're gonna go through aware. all three and houses? I um I I intend to. Okay. I would love to. And it's what's nice. crazy too is I didn't know so I know so Fates. Fates is another game in the Fire Emblem series. When I say game, it's two games. Almost three games. So you play birthright and that's when you choose one family to support okay okay. and then you there's conquest and that's another family to support and those are technically two separate games then if you have both of those there's a third 
DLC, DLC true yeah. ending, which is really annoying. So it's kind of like three games in one. Whereas mm-hmm. this actually really feels like three games in one, but the fact is it's all one game. Like so basically, like I said I was like supporting the Blue Lions. Um I don't think it's spoilers to talk about, but it's um the quests I've been going on, there have been lots of things related to like the students. So like there are a lot of them are nobles for this um for Fargus, I think it's the the Holy Kingdom of Fargus. That's what they call it for the Blue Lions. Um so a lot of them the noble kids have like, you know, very famous or important parents or, you know, relationships like that. And then like their parents will be involved in the story somehow. And that's kind of how it's been for the last couple of quests, which has been really interesting because they don't have anything for black eagles. They don't have anything for um, golden deer. So it's like, I know almost for sure. And I guess I would have to confirm, but it would be silly if this was the sort of gameplay for every other, um, house because it's like wow this is so intimately the things the quests i'm going on are so intimately involved with the blue lion students specifically which is like mind-blowing to me because i would have thought okay this is just going to be the same game but kind of rehashed yeah different students no it seems like there's actually it's actually seeming look it's looking that way from what i've observed so far which is kind of insane to me so yeah it's all 100 voice acted like they just put so much time and effort into this. There's so much lore. There's so much art. It's crazy. I need to stop because I'm just going to take up too much time. But it's <laughs> really good. It's cool, though. It's really great so far. And who knows? Maybe the ending will suck. I don't know. I, I hope <laughs> not. But, like, maybe there'll be something I really don't like about it. But there's just nothing I dislike about it at this point. There's just a meteor comes down, crashes, everyone dies. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that would upset me, I guess. Like, yeah. no, like the end of the series. Oh, the last farm game ever. <laughs> ah! Have That's... you been playing anything else? Um, I did go to another Smash tournament, but nice. that's about it. Um, I don't think I've done. I did buy just today because it was on sale the Liar Princess and the Blind Prince. Because I remember. Yeah. I really hope you like that one. Yeah, because Joe, I remember you. You really liked that game, and I put it on my wish list after after you talked about it a lot. And yeah, it's like, oh, maybe it'll get cheaper. You know, because it came out with like it was like forty bucks on release. I'm pretty sure, and then right, it got yeah. cheaper, and then it was on sale for like thirteen dollars. And I'm like, you know what, lad, let's pick it up. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna play it for a while because of three houses. It's fine. Like, I also bought Horizon Zero Dawn, so like. That's yeah. another huge and game. It's a fairly quick play for Liar Princess. Yeah. But I, I thought that the... Yeah, yeah. My review of that's up on the site. Yeah, it looks it really, really cute. Cool I, I reviewed... Off. I reviewed your review. No, I looked over your review again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this this seems fun. So I'm excited cool. to play that eventually. Cool. What have you been playing, Joe? Uh, I bought Wolfenstein Youngblood. Played the first mission of it. Because okay. I loved the previous wolfenstein games how's it um uh, <sighs> not, not your favorite not great Ooh, so no. far you play as the two daughters of bj mm. blaskowitz and their teenage they're teenagers i will say this minor spoilers this is the first mission opening cut scene sort of deal they they have to prove that they are willing to kill nazis to, to kind of be accepted into this group to find their dad. And mm-hmm. so they're like, you have to go on to this Zeppelin and kill kill this head honcho 
Nazi guy. And so they get on there, they, they get on the Zeppelin, and they've never killed anybody before. And they run into the first guy, and the first girl charges up there and gets up in his face, and he turns around and starts to fight her off. And then the second, the sister blows his head clean off. Ooh. And they both start laughing and celebrating, and one of the one that pulled the trigger doubles over and vomits everywhere, and then goes right <laughs> back to celebrating. It was the funniest thing that ever. That is, that is, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like that would be a pretty good like. I mean, if you're excited about killing Nazi, but you're still blowing up someone's head, like that seems like a pretty <laughs> yeah. valid reaction. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, also, they, yeah, they never killed anybody before, right? So yeah, like, <laughs> And I mean, so, like, that's literally the intro to that first mission. What's the meh part of it then? Uh, I don't care for the two girls as characters yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like they just seem like goofy idiots. Hmm. Which and they're the daughters of the main character of the last game, right? Right. So at the end of the last game, uh, your your wife was pregnant. mm Hmm. And this one, it's kind of a side story. This one's only 40 bucks, brand new. And this yeah. was intended to be played co-op, by the way. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you can either play co-op or have an AI partner. And I played that first mission with an AI partner. Um, but, man, I'm just not really that excited to go back to it. And I normally love those Wolfenstein games, but I like to play... I prefer to play them more of... Uh, I really like to play a more of a stealth kind of play. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, I don't know if it's because there's two characters walking around or what, but it doesn't feel as viable yet. It would be really annoying if you're being all stealthy and the other one just starts shooting the place up and you'd be like, I am <laughs> trying to work here. <laughs> but you can get help from your partner, help you know get them back up and all that kind of stuff. So That's cool. But I was just thinking so if goofy. The, the daughters and the main character, if you end up not liking them, it almost kind of discredits your liking of the main character. Like, it might, it might cheapen BJ, how much you like the main character. Black, BJ is still in this game. Like, they're trying to go find him. But in the in the opening cutscene of the entire game, he's, like, teaching one of them to hunt and this sort Which of stuff. And he's sense. still the... He's, yeah, he's still the same solemn, somber, like, same voice actor and everything. Like, nice. okay, yeah. that's the BJ, but he's gray, you know, he's getting gray, and he's you can tell he's getting older. And I really like that character. But to see, like, these goofy teens in power armor suits just yucking it up. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> that's so weird to me. Huh. I gotta just imagine there has to be something that will change their attitudes or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe not. We'll see, right? But I don't know. Character development's yeah. a thing. I mean, I'm gonna keep going because I like the Wolfenstein. And and the gunplay feels okay here. It's... I Like I said, I've only finished the first mission. It doesn't feel quite as refined as the last game did. Okay. So, I don't know. That's bothered me. Um, other than that, I've just been playing Smite and Dota Underlords. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, like, that's one of those games, Dota Underlords, that I can fire up, have a stream going, and be interacting with the stream, and just go back to the game. Is that another auto chess style? Yes, yes. So, you know, you only have to pay attention, like, ten seconds every minute or something. Yeah. And so, you you just kind of let things play out for the most part. And I usually finish top three or or so, for the most part. I think I'm ranked ten... Grifter level five, I don't know. 
But it's it's fun. I enjoy it. I didn't think I would when I first heard about the formulaic type stuff. But it's it's actually pretty good. So Cool. Yeah. What about you, Cody? You been playing anything? I finished Shadow Story in Sonic 06, and so I only have the last episode left of that game, and I'm what? be done. I'm so excited. Dude, What's you're actually writing? doing it. Yeah, I'm actually going to beat this game. <laughs> <laughs> the writing is just so funny sometimes. He literally, uh, not giving to it, there's a lot of time travel going on in this game. Not that you're going to play it. What? I'm not going to worry about spoilers. There's time travel going on in this game. And so you're beating the main bad guy uh, for Shadow. And he goes, I'm still alive. The things that you did 10 years ago won't work now. And Shadow's literal response to that is, well, I guess I'll just keep fighting like I always have. And you're like, he he just told you that's not going to work, Shadow. <laughs> what a dum-dum. <laughs> the writing is just so stupid sometimes. Um, but it's it's good. It's been fun. It's got one of the best. I never knew. I had the song um, All Hail Shadow on my playlist like in high school. Uh, and I didn't realize it was from this game. I just thought it, I figured it was actually from the Shadow video game. Um, but it's super catchy. It's a good, good song. He's so overly, ridiculously edgy. Uh, and then it doesn't help that I kind of like, I've been streaming it. So I've been ad-libbing to his character quite a bit. Okay. He was like, I could do this alone. Or I think we should split up Silver. And so I was like, yeah, I work alone. Because uh, that's how Shadow is. So really, really excited. Um, this game should be done very soon. I don't think I'll have it beat by August. That was kind of the plan. Uh, by the end of August, though, it should be done. Okay. Cool. Because it took me quite a while to beat Shadows. I d- Not really, though. It's only been like four hours, six hours per character. That's not too bad. Yeah. And then uh, I started playing Octopath again yesterday. But nice. this is one of those games... I always picked it up, pick it up, and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I need to beat this game. Yeah. And then I like, I grinded for maybe two or three hours yesterday and listened to some podcasts. And I didn't do anything story-wise. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm done playing for the day. So I needed to like, get into it and actually play story yeah. beats. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, some of that grinding is kind of necessary sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that with that game is I, I was very far behind, especially since you have to play as all characters. You can't just take four and, you know, really, like, buff them out. Um, so I'm going back and I'm kind of just getting everyone caught yeah. back up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. I figured I'm playing a lot of Apex, and so I was like, if I, went, I spent a good, like, four hours playing Apex the other day, and I was like, well, I could play something story-driven, and four hours would actually, like, That'd not be quite be- a bit of story progress. Yeah, I really wouldn't be as mind numbing. It would be kind of like um, I would feel like I had done something productive. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna try giving that a go. I really want to beat that game. I don't think I've ever beaten an RPG. Wow. No, Final Fantasy 15. Okay. I've never played like a. I've never beaten like a turn-based RPG that wasn't Pokemon. Oh. oh wow. Um. Yeah. So it would be nice to finally beat one of them. Yeah. Uh, and that is that's all I've been playing. All hail shadow, heroes will rise again. All right, well, let's get into the news for the <laughs> for the week then. Uh, so Doom one through three got shadow dropped on pretty much every modern console. 
And Doom 64 has gotten a rating for PS4 and PC. And the Doom stuff for the Switch is like super cheap, you said. They're like 20 bucks for one through three. Wow. That's awesome. I love the Doom games. Three's one I'll never be able to play. Yeah, you were saying that. You think... Go ahead. So, I, I don't want to put this on other people. I love Doom 1 and 2. I love the new Doom. I'm going to get the one that's getting ready to come out. What, Doom Eternal? Mm-hmm. Um, Doom 3. I borrowed it from a friend in high school and played it just very briefly. And I have never said this about another game. I hope I never have to say it about another game. There was something about Doom 3 at the time that just felt spiritually wrong for me to get into. It felt demonic, and I've never said that about anything else. Mm-hmm. So I uninstalled the game and handed it back to my buddy within a day. And I've never felt that way about another game, but Doom 3, for some reason, did that to me. It's kind of like with Mortal Kombat for me. Is I was just like, I can't play Mortal Kombat. And I've got nothing against people that play it. It was just for me, I was like... I just feel wrong playing Mortal Kombat, so I haven't um, in a long time. I've heard this last one is really, really good. Um, I haven't and played I, those yeah, for years. I like years. the Mortal Kombat games, but because of Backlog Golf, I held off. See, it saved oh, me okay. money. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Fire Emblem Three Houses, which Shelly spent some time gushing over a little bit earlier. A little bit. Just a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> so the main voice actor for it, Chris Neosi... Um, is being replaced in the game because wow. number one, well, I don't know which is number one and which is number two, but he broke NDA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're both bad. He broke he broke NDA, which is the main voice actor is a super bad deal. Like, you want to get yourself blackballed from the industry? That's probably a good way to do it. For those who don't know, NDA is non disclosure agreement. Basically, yeah. you agree to stay silent so that you don't spoil anything ahead of time. But that's because the marketing did. teams have to do their whole spiel. Um, but also, he there are sexual assault allegations against him right now, too. Yeah. So right. It's just interesting, too, because the main character of this game is their sort of official name is Byleth. So I'm playing as female Byleth. He could be female or male. Um, okay. And female's fine. But they are, unlike past, the, the most recent past games, I would say... Um, like Echoes, unlike Awakening, unlike Fates, this character doesn't talk much. They're almost, they're essentially a silent protagonist. They will, the voice acting really comes in during combat. And so, like, I'll fight, let's say I, I make my character fight something and they'll just be like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what they actually say and I can't think of the top of my head. But every, every character kind of says their own thing after killing someone. Um, they say like, oh, like one character is like, should have brought friends or something like that. Or like, you're weak, you know, stuff like kind of like taunting stuff like that. Um, and so like Byleth will say, um, when they crit, they'll say like, you know, something like, oh, let me teach you a lesson. I'm trying to remember. It's, it's something along those lines where it's like leading oh, by you're example. Like a, Cause you're the teacher. You're, you're academy. Professor. Yeah. yeah. So like they actually... There's not a lot of voice acting, even though it's a main character, but this is still pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. They've discredited him in Heroes, which also includes voice acting. Okay. So. So, yeah, he's he's getting the axe pretty soon. It's um, crazy that we live in a day 
where you can just update a game out of that. So if yeah. this was like GameCube era, there would oh, be nothing sure. you could do with a voice actor. Oh, Peter Dinklage, that dude, there's no record of him ever being the... In Destiny? Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong, though, did he? No, no, they just Okay, him. I was like, no. <laughs> no, Dinklage, no, no, he didn't Yeah, do but it is wrong. crazy that, like, I really liked him as the ghost, and then it was just gone Yeah. one day. Nolan North. Yeah. Um, all right, and then big final news for the week. There was a big, giant Fortnite tournament. Um, the 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 winner was a 16-year-old kid that's now a multimillionaire, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk <laughs> about the guy that got second place. Why, Joe? Because he did it with a controller and not a mouse and keyboard. How about them apples? <laughs> that's intense. Are you... You usually play mouse and keyboard, though, don't you, personally? It depends on what platform I'm playing. I prefer a controller, but if I'm playing okay. a shooter on PC, then I absolutely use a mouse and keyboard. What if it was Fortnite? I don't play Fortnite. I have more <laughs> self-respect than that. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to get a lot of go for that one. I played like 200 hours of Fortnite. I mean, I played a lot of that game over the... That's a lot. For a, for a year or two. Yeah, I played a lot of Fortnite. I don't like it. I never really liked it, but that's what all my buddies were playing. Mm-hmm. I I would rather play Call of Duty Blackout or Apex myself. I am terrible. I, I don't play shooters. I mean, I don't have a PC, so it doesn't really matter. But if I'm like, I was borrowed a PC recently, and I was like, I need to find a PS4 controller because I don't know what I'm doing with the mouse and keyboard at all. <laughs> <laughs> we played even just that... Uh, uh, it was at Pack South. It was a uh, Ion Maiden. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was with mouse and keyboard. And that's like a single player shooter. And I was failing hard. It's just been so oh, long. That game was I just tried. brutal, dude. That could have been too. Okay, that makes me feel better. It's not Ion Maiden anymore either. It's Ion Fury now. Really? Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Iron Maiden came after him. The band oh, Iron wow. Maiden. Suit him. If you like old, uh, was it? Doom. I mean, it was a Doom esque. Yeah, yeah. It was built on the Doom engine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, super fun game. Yeah, uh, it's not out yet, by the way. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, but the number two kid, the number two, the the runner up, did it with a with with sticks. There's still hope for me yet. Did it with a set of sticks. It's cool. Super that cool. is cool. Yeah. That's it for game news this week. Let's go into the pool list. It's time for video games to come back alive. Madden NFL 20 is coming out this week. 20? Well, Yeah, it's heralding the the return of video games for the... I'm for the dumb. Year. Yeah, 2020. Got it. <laughs> I was what? like, this is the 20th. I was like... this. What? Oh. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure they just had the 30th not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, no, it, that can't be right. They had been NFL back in the 90s, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, I was playing 93 on my Genesis when I was a kid. Yeah. I think I've played one of them on NES. So, yeah, the the Madden franchise has been around for... Maybe it was... Tw- yeah, the 25th anniversary is what it was. Thank you, LJ. Yes. Huh. Um. Yeah. Uh, also coming out this week, a couple of indie games. Forager which I've heard good things about. I believe we've got somebody working on a review for that. 
And a game that we saw at PAX a few years ago called The Church in the Darkness. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So that comes out this week. It lo- it was it was a lot of fun when I got to play it way, way back. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a Grand Theft Auto top down. Yeah, it's got shooter. the top down Yeah. Cool. Uh that's it for the pull list this week. Pretty pretty short pull list. Cool. And then Joe, you and I saw Lion King. Yes. It was a live action. It was exactly what you think it is. I don't know. <laughs> they made a few changes. That. Yeah. For better or for worse. In my for opinion, worse. for worse. Wow. Like I was really hopeful that I would get the I can't wait to be king song. And they have like a pyramid of animals. I was like, I, I want to see that right. live action. They totally, they totally shirked their way around that. Yeah. Did they uh, do it? And then the Scar song. Yeah, they totally they removed the, the Scar song. They made it like a spoken word thing. He sang like two lines in the whole thing. What yeah. the heck? Is it, do you think that it was those songs are, I guess, those songs changed or either, you know, taken out? Do you guys think that was be for the sake of realism or for some other reason? So I do from, think they had kind of a weird line for realism, and I think that's part of it because like Rafiki doesn't have a stick for most of it. And from I what think that I've, was def- oh sorry, good. Oh, I just I think that in their mind they were like, well, it was more realistic to not have him have a stick the whole time. So from what I've heard, the reason that they changed it up with the Scar song is because the the new voice actor couldn't sing that song the way that the original could oh then get a new voice actor he he didn't (laughs) jeremy irons was the original voice actor right oh shoot oh they just get him to do it he's alive they got (laughs) got mufasa i was just gonna say they got mufasa Mufasa. what the heck like geez but there were there were several other changes here and there little changes that for somebody who's seen the cartoon 400 times (laughs) Those those few little changes irked me. I didn't mm-hmm. think they were improvements. They bothered me. One of my favorite scenes um, was cut from the movie. And that... Um, I'll just say it. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, he gets whopped on the head. And he goes, Ow, that hurt. And he goes, It doesn't matter. It was in the past. Um, they completely changed one of my scene. favorite scenes. Are you, so, do you feel comfortable sharing what scene that is? No, it is spoiler? it is a big spoiler. Yeah, big I mean, spoiler. for anybody that's seen the original cartoon, uh, ah, if you watch the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you about it at, off air, but yeah, I don't want to spoil anything just in case. If okay. you watch the movie, you'll know exactly what it is. But. Yeah. I don't, other than that, though, like I enjoyed the movie. I think like... Joe said, like, the changes were definitely for the worse. Um, but it's exactly what I expected the movie to be, which was just the Jungle Book style animals one of replacing my, the cartoon. One of my biggest beefs, and this isn't any spoiler territory, but, you know, the hyenas in the original were kind of set up to be like the Three Stooges. Yeah, that's true. And, and in this one, you have one stooge, half a stooge, and the queen of the hyenas. Like, but she was kind of smart in the cartoon. 
She was still part of that trio, though, and it didn't feel like that at all. There was no trio almost at all in this. Yeah. Right. That's annoying as heck. I loved those hyenas. They were like part of my favorite, some of my favorite characters from the original movie. Yeah. So you had the guy, the guy hyena, and then the goofy idiot hyena. Yes. And and basically you just had the goofy idiot antagonizing the guy, and the, the girl hyena was basically running the pack. Yeah. And wasn't around to deal with anything. That's strange. And the goofy one that was like real dumb in the cartoon is just kind of dumb in this. Yeah, he just makes stupid puns. He's more annoying than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't. It's not realistic for a hyena to just be sticking his tongue out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I there I think that John Favreau had a weird line of like what was real and what was it. And was like the animals can talk. But they can't do this, or they can't do this. Yeah, it's... The lack of facial expression definitely bothers me through that movie, though. Yeah. I was good with that, except for the birds. Because the birds, their eyes don't move. Uh, and, like, birds in real life, like, their eyes don't move. But, like, the lions, you can kind of see their expressions. And maybe it's because I have cats, so I can really see the emotion in the lions. But there's a vulture, and I'm like, its eyes should get bigger. But there's no way for that to happen. Or for Zazu... Um, you almost couldn't tell his emotion except for John Oliver's yeah. voice yeah. acting. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. It's basically, sounds like my worst fears about it from all the trailers. <laughs> from When you say, oh, it's exactly what you think it is going to be, well, good. That yeah. it just means I, I mean, know it's it, trash. <laughs> it feels like a live action rehash to cash in on nostalgia. Yeah. I want Homeward Bound next. I know it's already been a live action. But you can CGI it all up and make it fun. I want no live actions next. I want them I to saying, stop I, doing that. I think part of the charm of Homeward Bound was the complete, la- like, just the humans talking over non-moving animal mouths. Anyway, let's just get a home... I think they've had sequels that didn't do well, but let's get a new Homeward Bound. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, no, Cody! <laughs> No more sequels. <laughs> that was amazing. My cat loves me. <laughs> he was just like beating on the window and turned around and was like, nah. <laughs> it was like right in front of my face too. Okay. <laughs> we can keep it in. I don't care. Yeah, I want that to stay in. That was great. <laughs> the timing was uh, immaculate. You guys watch any other movies this week? No, no movies this week, nope. Nope, I don't think I've watched any movies this week. I watched one more, uh, and it was actually, it's an older movie, it was Life, which is that movie that was made by Sony, everyone kind of joked that it was the prequel to um, Venom, and it's basically, there's an alien life form they find on Mars, and it's this little tiny piece of bacteria, so they kind of bring it to life and it becomes a horror movie. Do you guys remember that at all? Ryan no, Reynolds and Jake no. Gyllenhaal. I really um, don't remember that at all. I'm sure it didn't do well. It was it was a decent movie. It was just very, very hopeless. The movie's been out for quite a while. I went into it knowing the ending. And I'll just... I don't want to give the ending away. But hopelessness is the best way to put it. Like, It's just not a not a fun movie by any means okay um, sweet you're left sad <laughs> you're like oh all right well i guess i guess that's that then um also there is a part in the movie 
where they could have avoided everything, and I hate that so much in movies. Like, that's why I don't like Romeo and Juliet, and I'll, I'll put that on record. I don't like Romeo and Juliet because everything is circumstantial, and I understand that's the point, but I think it's dumb. Uh, everything could be like... If anything was a moment sooner during all of that um, play, things change. Anyways. Uh, it's a tragedy, Cody. It's stupid. I like Rome, I like Shakespeare's comedies. Um, <laughs> so random. Okay, back to the movie. Back to life. There is a point where they're trying to kill it with fire, and it is fleeing from the fire, and it's still very small because it's this thing grows, and... If they would have gotten up against the door, like where the door opens, and lit the stuff in front of them on fire, it wouldn't have attacked. They could have got out. They could have detached the spaceship, killed the thing, end of movie, and that doesn't happen, and it's really stupid that it didn't. That's, I mean, that's why they did that, though, Cody, so they had movie. <laughs> well, then change the situation up so that's not a possibility. I was mad. Although I do enjoy that the uh, the in- immediate reaction to this thing needs to die was kill it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> they literally grab a flamethrower and are like, all right, we're just going to burn it. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. The alien's really pretty looking. Um, it starts off as kind of this little flowery looking thing. And then it, uh, it kind of turns into a weird dragon squid by the end. Uh but it, it looks pretty, and it's really smart, and I don't know. It's is cool to watch, but not a fun watch by any means. That's uh, all the movies I've seen, though. Shelly, what's going on in the news? Yeah, we got some... Speaking of Venom. Yeah, speaking of Venom. So, Venom 2, first of all, if you didn't know that's going to be a thing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a thing. It's kind of already in some sort of development. And there, yeah. Andy Circus of all people, is in the running for I'm being so the director. Excited. Which it is, makes so much sense. It's just so... Yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense. It's just also crazy at the same time. Because I just remember back when Andy Serkis, everyone just knew him as the, the guy who's really good at as green Gollum. screens. And he's gone. No. <laughs> he, that's him. But Yeah, that's all I do. It was, it was Spiegel. But then he became just a great actor, just without even being in green screen. Just And, and then now he's doing directing stuff. Like, that's awesome. Like, I, mm-hmm. I fully support it. He's an awesome dude. So I will say though he did the Jungle Book Mowgli on Netflix. Oh, I didn't realize that. And it was kind of weird. Like the facial expressions seemed wrong. Hmm. Um, but I'm assuming that it didn't get as much of a budget as Venom Two probably will get. Oh, probably. Yeah. LJ says at least it had facial expressions. At least it had facial expressions. I, I I choose like weird facial Bazinga. expressions over none any day. <laughs> But um, I hope that means that there's a ton of CGI. Yeah, Venom yeah, totally. Needs, like, like he's realistic. going to. And I never watched capture. the first Venom. I kind of would still like to at some point. That might be fun. It's good. But yeah, I just the fact that you know here's this character that's pretty much comprised of CGI for a lot of time. Like he's probably mm-hmm. going to be able to help out that actor a lot and being like, hey, here's some awesome stuff you could do because I'm the the master. He is the master of that sort of thing. <laughs> So mm-hmm. that would be really cool. And for any other characters that might end up being like that too. It may not just be him. In fact, it probably won't just be him. Yeah. It's still so crazy to me to see like the guy that played the the role of Gollum in that yeah. suit. Totally. And then to see how he looked in those Marvel movies. Like that yeah. dude put on three hundred pounds of muscle. 
It was. Wait, he didn't w- even. It didn't look like the same <laughs> guy at all. As Spiegel? Yes. Spiegel's motion captured. I understand that. Okay. I, I saying, <laughs> did you ever watch any of the behind the scenes stuff with him in the oh, suit? Oh no. He was way tinier of a human being back then. Like okay. that dude got jacked. I've always thought that it was just like Spiegel's. Life. That's Marvel. Anyone that joins Marvel just gets super strong looking. They're like, oh man, They're like an actor is just like, man, I need to, I want to work out. I need to get in a Marvel movie. That'll get me. In yeah, shape. I want to be part of Marvel just so I can be fit. <laughs> just looking to have big muscles. Anyway, yeah, that's so that's really cool. I I think it's pretty exciting news overall. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So our second piece of news, which is a little less hopeful, I would say. Um, it's about the Gears of War movie, which I guess is happening. There's not a ton of news behind it. There's just slowly something. Yeah, we're getting happening. a bunch of back and forth. Yeah, there's lots of kind of conflicting information about the actual movie of it. But one thing that's for sure is that Dave Bautista really wants to be in it, and he's always really wanted to be in it. I think that's not new news that everyone. Yeah, I think that's the first Dave, I heard about him. Dave Bautista to yeah, he's he's like wants to be super involved in this and it sounds like that's just not going to happen which is really unfortunate because i mean he's a big name i don't really know what other names they're considering for this then again i don't know how far in development they are so it's like it could be that it still may not happen and so we don't want to you know throw this i don't know it's kind of hard to tell where it is in development right now but um mm-hmm. but either way uh seems like dave bautista is not gonna be in it probably so and he's like tweeted about it and everything so that's just kind of unfortunate and i don't know maybe things will change after the new gears game comes out and i have to say gears because it's not a gears of war game it's gears which is yeah strange um i still want to call it gears how mad would you be joe if it was called gears of peace that'd be weird they'd have to end the series with that <laughs> yeah i think people would riot Gears of Peace. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I've heard that this next Gears game is supposed to be pretty story intensive. I guess all of them are, right? That they're all pretty. I uh, like the story in the Gears games. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I can imagine, right? Like having a having something like that be the ending. But yeah, I think God of War is really upped storytelling in video games. Oh well, I think that follows with uh, the Last of Us, probably. Yeah. Going farther back, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what this ends up being, what if it ends up happening. Um, again, there's lots of just kind of conflicting news about like, oh, it's going to take place in like another dimension. It's going to take place. Like it's, there's a lot of different things, but all we know is that it seems like Dave Pautista is not going to be in it. So that's not And happy. he should be. He should be in it. He's passionate about it and he would be perfect for the role. So, uh, yeah. so anyway. Speaking of big burly men, Riddick 4, <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel has made it known that the script for Riddick 4 is completed. Not just being worked awesome. on, it is completed. Sweet. And as far as we know, and this could definitely change because these things change, um, it's going to be called Riddick 4 Furia. So okay. it's Fury with an A at the end, so it's Furia. Because um, that's what he is, right? That's what you're saying? I think so. Um, but that's his species, which I wouldn't have. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I never. Have I, you seen? I've never seen any Riddick movies, actually. Oh, uh, you should watch. Uh, you, do you like horror movies? Do I like horror? No. Horror yeah. movies. No. That's only. There's only one of those movies that's a horror movie. 
Well, that's why I was like, so Pitch Black. Chronicles it's of really Riddick weird. is cool. Yeah, Pitch Black's kind of a scary movie. Pitch Black, it was like made as like a horror movie, but then you have Vin Diesel, which is, it's like an alien horror movie. Yeah. yeah. And Vin Diesel is this like, Alien I don't know. himself. Yeah, but he uh, was arrested and then they like let him out. He's like this big serial killer and they let him out to like save them basically. Okay, um, interesting. And then in Chronicles of Riddick, that was the second one, right? I think it was, I think Chronicles of Riddick might have actually been a prequel. I can't remember. Okay. The second one um, is more of like an action movie with him yeah. as the lead. And it's really, really good. It's a really fun good. movie. Yeah. You keep what you kill. So he like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's kind of before he went to Butcher Bay. Yeah. And then they made the third one and I was excited for the third because I was hoping it would be more like that second movie. But it was kind of this mix of, it was almost a homage to Pitch Black. I don't um, even remember the third one. He basically ends up on another planet and has oh, to wait. save a bunch of people. That's right. That's the one where they stay. They have to stay between the sh- the shade and the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What and he the? keeps the he raises a dog. This There's a crawler that can tr- sounds really weird. The more you guys talk about, the less I, I wouldn't say less interested. Just weirded out I am. From the it. second movie. You should really you bigger. should see Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, Chronicles of Riddick okay. is the best one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll look into it. But if you're a fan of the series, like it sounds like these guys are, um, this is pretty exciting news. Um, Well, the the first movie came out uh, 20 years ago. How? Not 20 years ago. Pitch Black. Yeah, I think I was in high school. It was already on. Long time ago. Yeah. And then it was a big deal when the third one came out, and I figured the third one would be the last. So it's it's surprising that news too. Yeah, that there there is a fourth one. And it's not only just you know whispers of development, complete script. Yeah, but that's significant. So. Things are happening. Uh, that's what we got for our movie news. Pitch Black came out in 2000. Okay. Okay. So almost 20 years at this point. Wow, yeah, 19 years ago. Yeah. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> oh. uh, you guys been watching any TV? Yes, new series on Netflix, baby! What? What's cooking, Joe? <laughs> Sugar Rush, season two! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think you've talked about Sugar Rush. I've talked about Sugar Rush. Season two just hit Netflix. Okay. Yeah, so I'm watching season two of Sugar Rush. It sounds like a game. It reminds me of Candy Crush. So it, I mean, well, that's kind of the idea. There's four, uh, four teams, all professional bakers. Uh, they each they're given a, a challenge, you know, and so they've got, I think, two hours to finish two. Let's see, they have two hour running clock, right? So they finish the mm-hmm. first round. As fast as they can. They work on the second round if they don't get eliminated. Finish as fast as they can. Any time that they have left, if they move on to round three, gets added to a three-hour clock to bake a gargantuan cake. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it's literally, you start with four teams and end with two going head-to-head mm-hmm. on a giant cake. But any the, the faster you move, the more time they get a bank toward the end of the, the big cake. Okay, and it's it's got uh, of course if you watch a lot of bacon shows on TV you'd recognize some of the judges, but cool. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying <laughs> it. I like it. It's fun. There's gonna be someone out there that's like with you, Joe. <laughs> I'm just it's <laughs> I, not this me. This is one of my weird quirks, man. It's, I, I like cooking shows, travel shows, travel shows about cooking. Uh, 
and home repair, and I deal with none of that stuff. I don't like to cook or travel. <laughs> I will get sucked into one of those shows if I watch it. I just never watch it. It's yeah. just one of my things. It's kind of like my... I marathon through Man Cave when that was on there. They had like the best of Man Caves. Oh. Uh, it's and just kind of my zen, you know, wind down at the end of the night. I'll watch a cooking show or a travel show. Cool. What about uh, you, Shelley? And I've got oh. a few episodes into Neon Genesis Evangelion. Is it good? It's weird. Okay. But I'm... it has the most amazing intro music ever. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll turn that part on just in case. I've been told that it's got a lot of twists and turns that are make it worthwhile. It's very uh, which weird. Which you wouldn't know yet. But, right. Yeah. Uh, I just it's so old looking. I don't know if I want to watch it. It is it's it's an old anime, man. You gotta get over From that. From the eighties, right? It's it's been around forever, yeah. It's older than me. But yeah, like at least listen <laughs> to that intro music because it's amazing. Okay. I can do that. How about you, Shelly? I don't think I watched any TV this week. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. I watched The Boys, which literally just came out a couple days ago. Oh man, the, that show! Have you really already interests me? But the trailers scare me because it's very gory and so language filled. So yeah, it and it's, that's the show. Yeah. It's very gory. Very. Like, I like that concept. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. What I really have enjoyed about it is that it doesn't need the superheroes, and so I'm always kind of touting that. I think it's the coolest idea to take a. Sh- Take the superhero genre and break it down into other things. And so this is very much like a Breaking Bad type show. Um, no no meth, no drugs, mm-hmm. but kind of like you take this good guy that would have never been seen doing terrible things and then you throw him into, he just gets kind of caught up in the wrong stuff. Um, and it is very gory. It's a lot of cursing. I don't think I've seen... A lot of nudity or any nudity, but it's been very um, suggested through a lot of stuff. And there is some sex scenes, but I don't think I've seen any nudity. Okay. Huh. Uh, there is, though, I'm glad that I got this far so that I can bring this up. The episode five, they go to a Christian concert slash conference. And it's, I should probably explain what it is. The Boys is about these guys that try to, um, they're trying to kill or arrest, depending on what they're able to do, uh, superheroes. There is the Seven, which are basically like the Justice League or the Avengers of this universe, um, and they're very corrupt. And so you don't, you're really kind of following the villains. The guys, one of the main characters' names is really Billy the Butcher. Is his like name, which is kind of I'm like you're a bad guy, dude. Okay. Um, but the heroes aren't great either. Like they're doing some great stuff, but they're also um, like it's it's all a corporation. It's all for money. They set up the people that they save. They have people that look at crimes that are going to happen, so that they know to schedule their heroes to be there, and then they film those heroes saving the day. So that they can use it for social media. Uh, the whole thing is just kind of—it's this really weird, twisted world. But it, I love that you could—it doesn't have to be superheroes. It could have been anything corrupt, and then had the boys fighting that, and you've—you've you've got this really cool, fleshed-out superhero world instead. What's the name of that 
Cody, I don't remember if you all played it with me or not, but when we were at um, PAX South, I played a board game with several of the LTN guys, and I think LJ, thank you, LJ, the yes, Reckoners. The Reckoners. Yeah. yeah, and it's based on a book series, but yes. that con- that sounds similar to the concept there, because with the Reckoners, it was a bunch of normal people, and uh-huh. all the villains had superpowers. Yeah. Okay. And so you were trying to take down all the people with superpowers. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So going back to this Christian concert, that's the only thing that's been kind of a bummer. If you are, um, if you won't watch something because it's offensive to your faith, then I definitely don't recommend this because that whole episode was very um, cringy in that the main pastor that everyone's excited to see, uh, his theology is obviously really messed up because Hollywood doesn't understand Christian theology at all. Uh, <laughs> and so he is like this superhero that's basically Mr. Fantastic. He stretches super far, uh, but they caught him in a previous episode. Um, just doing a lot of different sexual activities at the same time. Cause he can stretch and they're like trying to blackmail him, but that he's on stage as this big preacher. And he's this like pray the gay away kind of preacher. Um, and then he mentions, he goes, says that God is, he has superpowers because God chose him to have superpowers um, because he is more faithful than others. And then if oh, they're faithful, it, it's a whole twisted thing. Uh, so it's kind of a bummer. I don't know. I was, I would be okay with those kind of scenes if there were, would have been genuine Christians mm-hmm. uh, within the atmosphere. But it's one of those things where apparently everybody in that Christian event um was disingenuine and that, that bones me out i'm like you, you could give me one person that's there for yeah like they actually believe in it and they also kind of spin all of it as um like there's even one you're kind of supposed to look towards as like the good person and she denounces christianity and says it kind of makes it like that's a kid thing to believe and this is the real thing to believe um and i don't know it was kind of a bummer it really bummed me out that, yeah, like Christianity as it is, is kind of seen as this like kids thing, um, and shouldn't actually be put into practice by real adults. Was kind of their message. Uh, other than that, though, I really like I said, I like the world building and things. It's it's been interesting. Hopefully, we don't get too much more of the anti-Christian stuff. But Amazon Prime is who made this, and they did the Good Omens thing, which is also supposed to be kind of. Um, anti-faith based as well. It's an angel right? and a demon. I don't know anything about it beyond that. Yeah, I I should probably check a couple episodes out and make sure I'm not just regurgitating what I've seen in the news because I know a lot of people were against it. Uh, but I would assume, going off of what I'm watching with the boys, that Amazon Prime is probably airing a show that's not super Christian um, or theologically oh, like Netflix. Sound. Yeah, almost almost feels worse to me than Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. I think that Netflix handled Daredevil's faith really, really well. And so, I mean, that was, yeah, I don't know. I think that Netflix has almost done a more respectful job so far with faith and even with the Punisher's villain, though he was a little bit twisted and he was still kind of at least genuine in what he was believing. Uh, But getting into the TV news... George Lucas talked to John Favreau about The Mandalorian, which is the Disney Plus show. And he said, remember, 
that it's for the kids, uh, which terrified me at first, but it kind of makes sense. He's saying, don't make it a kid's show, but remember that kids are going to kind of look up to this, and so make sure that your messaging within the show itself um, is something that kids can cling on to and know how to be an adult. He said it's more for the coming-of-age kids um, as they try to kind of figure themselves out. They look to these movies for heroes and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Hulu is working on a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV show, which I think is great, but I'm really sad that we wouldn't... I mean, we're obviously not going to get Alan Rickman, um, who, for me, not reading the book, Alan Rickman, like, stole the show in that movie. He played I the robot. I saw that movie robot, years yeah. ago and didn't remember anything. He was the robot. I just remember so long, and thanks for all the fish. And 42. <laughs> yeah. 42, yeah. 42. I still use that. People say, I have a question, and I'll just go, 42. Uh... And then the last one is another Amazon Prime show. I kind of threw this in there because it's a slow news week for TV, which makes sense. Comic-Con just ended, so everyone's kind of... Everything was announced last week. Uh, but there's this show coming out called Carnival Row, uh, which also looks like a very mature show, but it takes place in the Victorian era, and it's a high fantasy show, though, so like fairies and stuff mm-hmm. okay. in the Victorian area. Uh, Orlando Bloom is in it, which also kind of caught my interest. You know, You know what that sounds like? Oh, uh, y'all aren't going to get this reference at all. I just thought about this. There's a game that came out on PC in maybe the in early 2000s. It's called Arcanum. And it's it nope. plays it plays like Fallout, but it's uh it mixes steam work with with high fantasy. So you got like okay. trolls with steampunk and and people doing magic. Like original and, Fallout or like Yes, yes, fallout. like like isometric 3D, yeah, top-down <laughs> Fallout, yes. Okay. I know that enough. Good, good <laughs> on you. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I like the concept. I think it could be a really cool show. Um, the only fantasy creatures that I really noticed were, like, the fairies. They had these big wings, so I don't know. I would hope there's probably more to it than that. Um, but Orlando Bloom in a TV show. I'm sold. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been in something. At least that I can remember that mm-hmm. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen him in a lot of things recently. He and Katy Perry are doing stuff. So, at least for I, those, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There was this whole yeah. I th- I think they're either engaged or married. I'm trying to remember. If the name's not familiar, he was Legolas in Lord of the Rings, and he was Bootstrap Bill. In, bootstraps, bootstraps. In uh, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates. Yeah, that's all of our TV news. We do have a discussion question. Remember, if you want to ask us questions, you can always use the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or go to our Discord. LJ's right. Bootstrap was his dad. Okay. Will Turner. Will Turner. Yeah, you're right. He might have adopted that title eventually. I thought he did. He probably did, but that's spoilers. (laughs) Movies have been out forever. Well, not the most recent one. That's true. We, yeah, I, I, that movie's been out for a while, too. I like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's been a long time since I've seen any of it, though. Nah, same. Um, what was I saying? Oh, if you want to ask us questions, you can also use the Discord. And if you can't get access to our Discord, I think you can do so through Google. But if you message me in some way, I will get you in there. Um, and then there's a little channel for GUGCast questions where Nintendo asks... In a community that tends to lean more in the direction of idolatry, 
with anime and gaming addictions. When do you think fandoms go from hobby to idol? And how have you seen this in your own lives? Uh, I think we've answered a similar question like this before. Um, but I mean, basically, if you're not taking, if time playing video games or anime is taking precedence over your time with God, then it's, it's idolatry. Um, I think if all of your time is being focused on this or if you are ignoring um, your time with God, then, yeah, that, that's idolatry. I mean, that's what that is. Do you have anything else to add, guys? I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Nope. Joe's. Yeah, he's muted. Oh, I was going to say, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, if if it's interrupting your relationship with God, you need to refocus. And that doesn't go with, I mean, that goes for games and movie and geeky stuff, but that goes for everything. Yeah, it goes for mountain biking, sports, yeah, like stamp collecting. Yep. Your soda collection. Yeah, cool. Uh, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? I'm listening to Words of Radiance. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so and Shelly? Good. Um, uh, I don't think I'm geeking out about anything else. I'm moving into a new apartment oh. very soon. And Ooh. I would love to just fill that apartment with geeky things. So that's kind of what I'm geeking out about. But that won't happen for a minute. I gotta move in first. Yeah. I uh, I did get a board game that I'm looking forward to playing. I haven't had a chance to sit down with it yet, but uh, I've been playing Aeon's End for several months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the legacy version so that we can try to run a campaign that lasts, you know. Nice. Progress will carry over from game to game. Cool. So I'm pretty excited about trying that out. That's awesome. I love board games like that. Awesome. Cool. Well... I'm not geeking out about anything else myself. So, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter, Joe Knows Games, and on Twitch, if I get the urge to stream, at Joe Knoweth Games. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on the twitch.tv slash Geeks on Grace. On the Geeks on Grace channel, at twitch.tv slash Geeks on Grace. Tuesday nights, playing Shadow Mordor, although I will not be streaming next week. Because I will be in California. So just letting you know. You can also find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. You can find me on Twitch uh, on Saturdays. 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Twitch.tv slash Race For a couple more weeks. And then I, I don't know if I'm going to continue. I have Shadow the Hedgehog, the game, which is almost just as bad. And so some people want me to play that. I might do that. Ooh. Um, but I might take a break. I don't know. I'm not usually streamer. I've just been over the summer getting through the Sonic 6 game. Let's see. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. 
If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.